Welcome. I'm your host, Andrea Maximo, and you are listening to the Electric Feminine Podcast. Everyone, welcome back to the Electric Feminine Podcast. Today, I have an incredibly special guest. Yes, I know I say this every episode. I'm so excited, but I am so excited. Today, we have Miss Imani Van Zapp. Imani Van Zapp is, according to uh, social media's masses, the number one auntie. And I actually love this term. She is a motivational speaker. She is an author, an entrepreneur. Uh, Imani is here to help others really fix their shit. And that's a quote, I believe I pulled right off of your... (laughs) And with her signature band, Snap, yes, she helps others become, getting through their stuff. Yes. Imani, you... (laughs) Okay, so let me tell you how I first met Imani, and I'm going to let her dig in even more. We're going to get into really what else she does, because I know she's there's so many things out there. But I first met Imani through social media because she duetted with me graciously one of my TikTok speeches. And yep, it was the one about carpool down that lane with me. And we were just talking about, um, I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about. But it was anyway, you did a duet with me. And I, I was like, who, who is this person? What's going on? What's going wow. on? And you snapped your fan. I started screaming and the energy. Yes, it was <laughs> amazing. It was amazing. And I was so thrilled and I was so honored. And then I started digging into all of the things that you do. And I really think you were just such a beautiful, encouraging wonderful soul on social media, on social media. So I wanted to have you on the show. I really thought it was important. You know, the electric feminine is talking about divine feminine energy. We talk about, Mm. um, you know, the experiences um, uh, of us, you know, working through the world in our bodies and trying to understand, you know, how to really embody ourselves without, you know, dealing with the pressures of the outside world. So I thought, let, let's bring Imani on and hear what she has to say about this. Because I think that you are just radiant and your energy is incredible. And I know that you are wise beyond and you got oh. things to share with me. So yeah. I want to know, tell me, tell me before we even get started, tell, is there anything I left out that you want people to know about who you are and what you do? No, you pretty much covered, and it was kind of funny when you were going through it. I was like, okay, that's that's so accurate. That's so accurate. Okay. Oh, that happened. <laughs> you know, at first when, when we wrote the bio, it was um it had all of that in it, but some of the things had not happened yet. Okay. Um the way the platform started, it started as a parody. I will I'll be honest and say that it started as, as a parody to you know the amazing Yala Vance app. And in growing and just kind of just finding out what people were really needing, where people really are in terms of where the world is. We've come out of COVID. Everyone's trying to become something new. We just veered off into our own path. And before you knew it, Imani Panzap became her own energy. And here I am. So oh my gosh. Um, it's just been really a, a journey of self-development and just loving others, even as I am learning and developing myself. And so this, this yeah. journey, we're all on it together. And I just that love part. to celebrate people. Yeah. Yeah. I love that part because I, I do feel that when, when folks look at you or myself, people who are in coaching positions, um, they're looking up and they often don't realize that we're still working through our stuff. Look to the side, baby. <laughs> we're all in this. Right? You over there? <laughs> you over there. We are in this together. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And I love that. And I love being transparent about that because I think it really yeah. lets people know, you know, there was a time when I was afraid that people would suddenly think, oh, she's not that powerful or, you know, I don't want to work with this person because she doesn't have it together. But, you know, I found that not to be true. How about you? The person that, in my opinion, I'll say it like this. You find me somebody that has it all together and they're not here anymore. As okay. long as we are here, we're breathing, we're learning. No one has figured it all out. I give a lot of advice, you know, such as yourself to, um, in my profession, a lot of young people, a lot of new artists that are trying to find their way. I do commentary on a show called Chasing Reality. And I find so many young people that have something that they want to say, have something they want to put out in the world, and they don't know how. And people, I don't know what, what has happened in our culture to where people are now more afraid to be transparent. Mm-hmm. And and it's taking people like us that have a light to say it's okay to come out and be who you are yeah. and love how you want to love, be who you want to be. We are letting them know it's okay to continue to learn and to continue to bloom. So no, if you if you find anybody that's got it all together, 
to me, that's a flower that's been plucked out of the garden. It's done. Okay. And they're on a new assignment that. now. I love that. I know when I'm hiring folks for my uh, my my studio that I have here in Cleveland, my fitness studio, when one of the questions I said, what are you working on? You uh, know, development wise. And when they're yeah. like, oh, nothing. I'm like, OK, thank you for coming in. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like, enjoy your day. <laughs> Enjoy your Nothing? Day. Okay. You're like, nah, I, I've never got nah, feedback you, in my you, life. You, I'm you, like, you oh, got, yeah. Yeah, no, you go, you go right on it. I don't want to get in the way of that. Because if, you, if, you if you get too involved with somebody that it, I have found that doesn't know who they are, don't know what they want to do, even though that is a forgivable and, and, and um, encouraged space, they, it can be a hindrance to people that are really trying to get things done because your priorities are different. If you have nothing going on, why should you prioritize me now? Right. You know, that's, that's kind of how I am. So I, I do. I definitely look at what people are working on as well. Yeah, it's important. And, and it's self-awareness mm-hmm. to me. So I want to I want to go into divine masculine, divine feminine energies. OK, because I'm really finding, you know, that through my own personal development, my own research, really trying to understand this energy. We have them both within us, right? Yes. We have both divine masculine, divine feminine. But I think that, you know, in this whole rise of the divine feminine energy that you've been seeing, you know, everybody's like, ah, divine oh, feminine, yeah. rise of the female. Yeah. We kind of have to forget that there, it's a balance, though. Yeah. That we're not we're not dumping the divine masculine because we need that energy as mm-hmm. well. When I say those things to you, what does that mean to you? Because everybody on here has a different interpretation or feel for that. What's divine masculine, divine feminine to you? I believe that as as you said yourself, and as as we know human makeup to be, that they're both within us, and that it really just takes a comfort level to know how far and how you want to go into whatever that energy is for the moment. So for myself. Um, you know, the, the way this kind of works, and it may be confusing some people, and people learn as we go, the creation of Imani Bands app is from my nephew, Eric, who works mm-hmm. fully masculine, fully in his masculine energy. When it's time for the energy that we say of Imani Bands app to come over, it's about giving all the way into it. There was a struggle mm-hmm. for a minute there where we didn't know which way to go mm-hmm. and, and how much to dip into this or that because you have, you know, uh, Eric was creating everything that all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, I, I want to wear these frilly dresses and do nails and do hair and do mm-hmm. makeup. And Eric is more about messaging and being intentional about things and, and logic and not saying that that's only a masculine thing, but the delivery of it was a big course for a minute. Mm-hmm. It, it was very, mm-hmm. mm, you know, and so to, to find out what the balance of that is, that took a couple of years to figure out what the right mixture of both energies um, should be for this space. And so I believe that now for where we are and how far this brand has gone, that balance is very apparent. People mm-hmm. feel it. The audience is beginning to respond to it. I was not aware how big my my female audience was. I did not know. I have a an enormous female following and I want yeah, women's following. And I love having women behind me. I love to celebrate women. I love celebrating all women, but I love celebrating mm-hmm. Black women. Mm-hmm. That's one thing you'll find all up and down my, my timeline. I believe that the power of not only the feminine, but the power of Black feminine energy, mm-hmm. I think has something so rare that we have never, we have seen celebrated. And I think that America tried to shut it down. And I'm, I'm, I don't know why, but I'm here to kick that door back open. Ooh, okay, chills. I literally got chills. What? That's right. I fan. <laughs> By the way, I saw in uh one of your clips where someone got a fan and she was trying so hard. Oh, you took out her hand, she hit she herself in the head. <laughs> she finally got you it. Finally got it. like 10 tries. Finally got it. Um, I love that explanation and I love what you're speaking to as far as um black feminine energy, because you know an observation I've had and even a conversation I got into on one podcast with another guest was that, you know, it, it's, woof. okay, here, let me just say it. Let me just Let, say put it. Put it out. You got it. This is what I feel. I feel like we have, you know, seen through music, media, you know, on the image and the sensuality and sexuality of Black women exploited, okay? Yeah. And at the same time, you're like, but we also want to celebrate this too, because we don't feel like, you know, I, I never, I never get on the train of downing any women for how she presents herself or how she dances or how she moves. But mm-hmm. yet I feel like there's been this hyper criticism 
a black woman in particular in media mm -hmm. for how you know we may dress or how we may move or how we dance, how yeah. we present ourselves, you know, and yeah. um is damaging. It's very damaging. Um, what do you feel when you say you're gonna kick the door open on you know that idea? What what does that mean? Get into that more for me. How are we kicking the door open? That means for me <clears throat> any expression that is either taboo mm -hmm. or um underserved. I feel mm -hmm. that those are where the gems are. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all I, I'm all about, you know, the gems and wearing stuff. I just think I think it's fun. There's a literal sense to it, but I think that there's also a <clears throat> substantive sense to it, to where it is in the darker places. It's in the it's in the the, the nooks and the crannies, the crevices of life where we don't um seek at first. I think that that's where the answers are. And I think that that's that's where it lies within community. I, I still believe that that a lot of the soulful, if I can say the culture and soulfulness of America, mm -hmm. I believe comes from black women. I believe mm -hmm. it does. I believe that mm -hmm. on so many fronts, the the black feminine energy is what has held America together, even to mm -hmm. her own detriment. It is what has held this country together and, and, and is what has availed so many opportunities for people such as you and I to lift our mm -hmm. voices and say, we're, we're here. We, we celebrate this. We celebrate women. We celebrate femininity. We celebrate all things that represent that. Me mm -hmm. kicking the door in is taking my voice back in that way. I, re I remember the days of being um, over-explained and discarded and mm -hmm. turned down and dimmed because what I dare bring into the room just was something that people were uncomfortable with. To come into the room and you want to bring elegance. You know, you can bring culture and spice and style and all of that mm -hmm. too. But by the same token, you want to bring in value. Mm -hmm. We should bring in worth. And we should bring in, we can bring in glamour and whatever that means to sure. people. I believe that all of these expressions are what push us forward. And we just haven't been given the right microphone. And so I'm just glad to be a part of that movement. I love that. I love that. You know, you it, it made me think of a comment somebody left on one of my videos because I do I do central movement in my videos. So I'm dancing. Yeah. And yeah. you know, <clears throat> this one woman was like, Oh, I love this. It's very classy how you're doing it. Exactly. So I was like, I liked what she said, but I also yeah. felt like it was a dig a little bit at something else she had seen that she thought was not classy. And I'm like, and I, I kind of get in the space of like, oh, like That's thank what it was. you, and. <laughs> Thank you, and man. I'm, I'm, but we, yeah. let's be cool. Let's not let's not compare. That's yeah. the piece, you know. I think I think it's um I think it's by human design and, and nature that that we compare is mm -hmm. is is something that I think that we we should learn as a people to temper so that everything is not a comparison. Because, like you said, the other person that has maybe a more risque way of mm -hmm. of celebrating, and I'm just going to throw it out here, but if it's okay. Yeah say like a Lizzo, she mm -hmm. has a very different way of celebrating her femininity that mm -hmm. is off-putting to some people, is shocking mm -hmm. for other people, but it's empowering to a lot of people. Yes. And we can't, we can't take away from her expression because it's not textbook. And I think a lot of people that when they say classy, they mean well, but I think maybe it's going in the way of what you were speaking of. We can almost get to the point where we box people in. So it's like, is it a compliment or a cage? There is you it go. A compliment? Or are you putting me in a cage I don't know about to where, what, what if you do have a day where you want to be risque? Well, now that I'm classy, can I do it? Okay, but sis, I'm on TikTok and I already got pulled down one. So I wasn't trying to go there again. So I'm like, I wanted to tell her, I'm like, this is me being very chill. Okay, I could get a little ratchet in my dance if I need to, but, but yeah, I'm on TikTok. I'm so trying to be. <laughs> I, but I, I found, and what's funny about that, I'll tell you, I found also with even TikTok because TikTok moves differently than Instagram. Mm -hmm. Instagram and even Facebook to a degree, and definitely YouTube, you can get away with saying a lot more. Now they are changing up algorithms too, but those algorithms. Because the, the financial part of Instagram and the whole profiting promotion part is in there, they're still a little bit more forgiving. TikTok is still, I'd, I'd say this word loosely, a pure platform in that it's still in its baby stages. So they're not wanting to step on a lot of toes. They are billing um, eyes from everywhere to get to know who we are. So it's, it's somewhat like you have to move in a certain way, but you can still be honest about what you believe. Certain things that I 
may have a problem expressing myself or I don't know if people will take it from me. I love, like you said for yourself, I love finding another TikToker that you will take the chance. I'll amplify your message. Mm-hmm. It needs to get out there no matter what. It's not mm-hmm. about me saying it all the time. I love lifting up other minds out there. So sometimes it's 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 about partnering with people and just knowing the best way to do it. Oof, I love that. I love that so much. Thank you. Know, you. I'm going to, I want to switch the direction for a sec, because we do talk a lot about our relationship to our bodies on this show. Yes. What would you say was your journey, your relationship to your body growing up, to your sensuality, your sexuality, because so much of the messaging starts from the minute that we're born, whether Mm. that we're dealing with the values that our parents have us under, Mm. religion, culture, Mm -hmm. um, community, everybody, media, media is going to tell you who to be, how to look, how to behave. What, yeah. what was what was your experience with that growing up? I would definitely say, and, and this is um, speaking from you know both both sides of the spectrum, whether you're male or female, that um, sexuality was wrong. I was raised in church, and mm-hmm. being that you're raised in church, you're you are taught that your body is evil, mm-hmm. and that your thoughts are evil. And this is you know I, I try to. Um, be as sensitive as I can to my past because everything that I went through made me who I am. So I, I've, you know, outgrown the hatred part of what happened mm-hmm. and the bitterness. Once I was able to reconcile all of it, I had to first understand that even though I deserve to have closure, if I can get it for things that happened in my past and other people too, I cannot necessarily bl- blame my uh, predecessors for the tools that they didn't have. People coming out of slavery, out of Jim Crow, there were a, there were a limited amount of tools. And so while I, I would have loved to live a childhood that was full of abundance and freedom, it's still coming off of the heels of a lot of um, restrictions and discrimination. So that was where I, I came from. Once I reconciled all that and found out that my body is beautiful, my, my mind is, is endless, my expressions are thunderous. Once I was able to sit inside of myself and understand that the God in me is what moves in the world. It's not me begging some petulant child in the sky that I hope I act right today. Mm -hmm. That's how I was raised. Mm -hmm. I had to get to a point to where I said, I am infinitely and wonderfully made. I am unique in my design. What I have to give the world, nobody else has. And, And I believe that everybody has that magic. It takes a lot of darkness to get through it. Like I said, your childhood, a lot of situations that that can be very crippling to the mind. But the beauty of life is finding the keys yourself to unlock those spaces and to free yourself. So I, I'm thankful for the restrictions I had when I was growing up. It, it helped me to be a conqueror of where I am today. Had I not gone through that, I wouldn't be where I am today. Wow. Okay, I'm obsessed with you, Loki. I'm just like, where do you live? Because I need to meet you. Um, I'm just just like, like, you said you is that where you are? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Cleveland. Cleveland. You're in Cleveland, Ohio? Uh, yes. You know I'm from yes. Columbus. Stop it, really? Okay. So now, originally New York. Originally New York. Okay. Lived in LA, and then my husband brought me to Cleveland. Wow. So that's how I got here. Yeah, but I love it. I love Ohio. Yeah. I love, Cleveland. Oh, yeah, I love Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Ohio's cool, but Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland yeah, okay. Cool. You, are. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It's okay. Anyway, right. yeah, because when I venture out, I'm like, oh, this is different. Don't go too far. <laughs> don't go too far. Don't too far south. No, don't do it. <laughs> Kids are like, we need to go to the bathroom. Like, we ain't going till we get to your We ain't going till we get somewhere. We're not going to your aunt's house. We're not going to. Let me stop. Let me stop. I exaggerate. I love that though. I think, you know, it's, that is so important to think because so many of us, I think spent a lot of time lamenting where we yeah. came from, lamenting yeah. how it started, wishing it had been different instead of recognizing that, you know, while nobody needs to say, you know, I, I had to happen or I had to go through that. It's just understanding that it's what happened. Yeah. It's what happened. So here we are. What are we going to do with this now? How do we create from this? How do we rise yeah. from this? Mm-hmm. How do we it's become? easier. It's, it is easy to sit there. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do. It doesn't take it doesn't take any effort. Number one, to just sit there, and number two, it's like it's like sitting there just licking a wound. Mm-hmm. Just all day. It's just you just spend your time wallowing mm-hmm. in in the past. And there is a comfort that I found that a lot of people have 
with their past. There's, mm-hmm. it, it, as painful as it is, a lot of people have made their painful past their blanket. We call it yeah. security blanket. We, we've, we've seen a lot of people that do that. And when you take that blanket away from people, many people are nothing outside of that pain. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't, re- yeah, they don't, they don't realize that there's, there's so much more to them, but they have many people, I, I see it all the time with what I do. Many people have reduced themselves to their trauma. Yeah. And when you reduce yourself to your trauma, you forfeit every opportunity to walk into your triumph. That is really what life is about. Life is about going through trauma, no matter how bad, and Mm -hmm. still being alive to tell it and to find again the tools to walk into your triumph to help somebody else out of their trauma. Right. It's it's all a baton pass. So let me ask you this, because this came up a a couple of podcasts ago with, we were talking about resilience, okay? Okay. And what, what I'm always fascinated by is you'll have people who will have the most hard knock story, a yeah. story that, you know, you're like, how did you even live? How did you, how did you, even, yeah. how, how did you even do that? Right. I mean, and they do, and they just decide or something happens that they, you know, oftentimes I'll ask people, they're like, well, I just knew this wasn't my life, or I just knew I wanted something more, or I just knew I was meant to be something else. Yeah. And then you have others that succumb. Yeah. And I'm always like, what, what is it? Do you believe? What is it? Is it something that can be taught? Is it a, a switch? Is it, does it take somebody else seeing it in you? What is it that mm. makes the difference between the person who says I can and the person who says I can't? Mm. And, and we, and for the, our goals to your punchline first on that one, that we know that the, that the person that says that they can and the person that says that they can't, both of them are right. And, mm-hmm. and when, when people understand that that's what it is, I think, I think, Logically, we have to we have to understand. So what is being said there is the glass is either half empty or half full. I determine what that is. And what I have found with people is that we we ask, is it nature or nurture? Is it that you're in an environment that is encouraging or or it just came from yourself? I think it's a mixture of some sort. And it's sometimes it's hard to kind of pull the strands to know what side is what. But I believe that at the end of the day, everybody has that choice. And even for those people that it may have not naturally been a part of who you are, life is is as unfair as it may be. Life is generous enough. God-loving source universe is generous enough to send help along the way, to send lights Mm -hmm. along the way to let us know you can have better. Even if you didn't naturally feel that you could, I'm here to let you know that you can have better. That's what I tend to do for a lot of people. I tend to reach into the area of the underdog. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when I was in school, I was, I, was, I was popular, but not popular by the school's shallow standards. I was popular because I grabbed all the underdogs and said, y'all, let's make our own table. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you had or what you didn't have. If you have the best shoes or if you don't have any at all. I don't care what, what grades you got or, or who's if you're playing on the football team or not. If you feel like you're rejected, come eat with me. Right. And I literally had a whole grade school experience of, I believe, giving hope to people that felt like they didn't have it. Wow. And that, and again, wow. so back to your question, whether, whether that's born with it or not, mm-hmm. we don't even, at the end of the day, get it at some point. Yeah, Get you've been inspiring since the beginning. You've just been doing this. You were born to do this. Let, I I, I'll see. tell you, you know what? I'll tell you a funny story if you allow me. When I was a child, they thought that I had leukemia. So I had to go through all these tests and everything. It was, it was, it was painful. Spinal tap, total, total deal wow. to figure out what was going on. There was a uh, young child that was in the room with me whose name was Michael. Michael had cancer. And, and, and it was, it was, it was said, and they knew it, like he was there for treatment and everything. And, and it was, he was already in the process of going through the stages of it. And I remember that Michael wouldn't talk to anybody. Michael would only talk to me. Now I was, a lot of this, I don't remember. I was like maybe two or three at the time, but my parents remember I would get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some milk and I would go over to Michael's bed and eat with Michael. And he would only talk to me. And, and, and the parents said, they were like, I don't know what it is about your child, but they will only talk to, yeah. Michael will only talk to you, to your baby. That's it. I and so that. I don't know where it comes from, but it's just, 
it just feels so natural. It feels yeah. natural to love people. It's just what I do. Yeah, you are really, really good at it. <laughs> like, I can you. feel you. I can feel you through the screen. Like you are someone like, just please, please notice me, love me. Like I even see them when they're like, I'm first to comment. I'm I first know. to comment, Audie. <laughs> I see it all and I'm laughing. And it's like, and I used to kind of take it lightly because you know you just see, but then I, I thought about the number of people that I have that, that follow me and I'm, I'm thankful for it. And I said, that one person, they need to know. Yeah. I don't know what they're going through today. And I can't answer every comment. I try. I, Lord knows right. I won't try if I could. But even if it is somebody that says, hey, auntie, I'm first. Hello. If I can get to it and say hello back to that person, that may change the whole course of their life. Yeah. We, we are lights to each other. And the yeah. more that we understand that, the better this world is going to be. I love that. I do. And I, and I do think it takes sometimes, you know, as a life coach, I, I mm-hmm. just, someone just needs to know that I see them and it's an amazing thing where there's the switch just happens that they just need to know that they're seen or that you can see what it is that they, they see in themselves, but they don't maybe believe in, or they're yeah. afraid to, to show. Um, so, you know, anytime I think any of us can do that for each other, it's important. I'm like all about holding mirrors up for people. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah. You know, I make people crazy sometimes. I'm like, I can't, I can't let you be a dim light in front of me. I'm going to have to say what I see and you're beautiful and you're this it. and you're that. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'm even if they don't you. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't. So tell me, tell me about Become. How did you create Become? How did you, how did you come up with the, the, the fan and everything? Tell me all about it. So I'll say, that, you know, try, in trying to come up with with, the, with what was going to make this platform have its, its judge, um, there were several things that we went through. There was a pair, I'm looking at some of the props right now. There was a pair of glasses. There was a megaphone. Uh, there was a gun at one point. Oh, <laughs> just throwing up the shock value. Trying to see what makes people react. You know, you are going to lose, dude. Shake that shit if it kills you. <laughs> I love that. It was everything. <laughs> and all of a sudden, one day, um, you know, doing the doing the TikTok the TikTok um, duet videos, and I have this pink fan right over there. I had the pink fan because I was hot. The lights get hot, mm-hmm. and so I already had the fan. And I'm I'm just you know trying to just stay cool. Well, that mixed with the makeup videos that I would see, I I love watching makeup transformation videos. And yeah. to me, it is to me it's one of the one of the top forms of art. And I love watching people do what I describe as becoming something else. Mm-hmm, if it's mm-hmm. if it's glam girl, if it's a, a, a gargoyle, if it's I don't care what it is, I love watching people just take us through a journey of literally transforming before our eyes. So it was one of the very first makeup videos I saw. And this girl just she just changed. And I had the fan and I'm minding my own business. And I literally just said, be calm and cracked this fan. And on that video, the entire comment section went crazy. And everyone was like, I don't know what it is about you and that fan. I love it. I want my own become fan. I want a fan too. I would love, I would crack my fan all day. And so being a, a business-minded person, I said, wait a minute, we got an opportunity here. Yep. <laughs> let, me, let, me see, let me see if this will work. So I started off with t-shirts, which I still sell. But then the, the biggest task was trying to find a fan-making company because it, it's not a popular um product in America. So I found mm-hmm. a girl overseas and I just said, let's just put become on one fan and let's just see what happens. And th- this was the very first fan. It's a black fan. I made a run of about a hundred of them. I said, Let, let's see what happens when we sell them. They sold out in one day. Wow. After one day, I had to get a reorder. I've had to reorder several times. And so then we then we, and basically become fans became the thing. It was something about the fans that that as simple as it is it it seemed to give people a lot of power yeah it seemed to give people a sense of a sense of prestige yes a sense of of decorum if you will a sense of sass it could be sexy it can be authoritative it could be anything this fan i believe represents a lot of what people have wanted to say but didn't have a way to say it and I don't think that becomes the end of their voice. I think becomes the beginning of a lot of people's voices. Mm-hmm. I think it's just in having a fan and knowing that you can sit there with your back up straight and look all your problems in the face and say, I'm greater than anything I've ever been through. And I'll be fabulous while doing it. Who don't want to have that? And, and, <laughs> and, and the rest is history. And I've literally sold out every single month. I love it. I will, you know, I everything you're saying, yes, 100% and. 
there's a tie to you though. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because there's the recognition that if someone sees that they're going to know if they're following you, like, Oh yeah. It's a tie to you, you know, because you really are. I think people on that platform really look at you as family. They look at they you do. as in a very yeah. maternal way. Like this is someone who cares for us genuinely and who sees yeah. us and, and they want to be part of that. So to yeah. identify in any way with that, that fan was perfect. And what a genius Thank marketing you. ass idea. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. My husband and I are entrepreneurs. So we write oh, over yeah. here like. You, and, and what I found, I found in, in particular with TikTok, if you look at your comments, they are telling you, they're they're literally Someone almost like front wheel drive. They're, t- they're pulling you in the, in the direction. And it's just about knowing how to navigate what's being said. I have learned from the, uh, you know, Instagram now is starting to catch on. But I've learned primarily from TikTok what color I need to put out next, what message I need to put out on whatever product next. They are always telling me. And, and in a world where we're taught never to look at the comment section, don't ever worry about what they're talking about. I don't believe that. I believe that whatever content that you put out is going to ring a certain way. It's going to reverberate a certain way. To an earlier statement you just said, people very rarely call me Imani now. Most people call me auntie. Mm-hmm. I did not plan that at all. That wow. that that happened on its own. I, I kind of, Now I kind of use it. You know, I'm, uh-huh. TikTok's number one auntie, social media's number one auntie or whatever, and, I, and it's fun. But people were doing that on their own. Uh, People kept saying it. And it just, the more that I listened to what they were saying and the more that people would write me and tell me um, such, such touching stories. I got my graduate uh, degree today. I, I'm going through cancer today. My husband left me. My, my child is going into high school. I just made this dress. I just made these cookies. People were literally telling me things in their lives and, and wanted to share it with their auntie. I, Mm -hmm. I'm so humbled by this platform. I can't even begin to tell you. I agree. It's yeah. very different than Instagram. And I've, I had a nice community on Instagram, but it was mostly people I actually knew. Yeah. TikTok, I got a little freaked out because that first video that I did that went viral, and I say viral, I don't know how viral it is, but you know, I, it was a good amount yeah, of oh, that you, I ever had. You know you made some noise. Yeah. I, I, I was shocked and all these people were talking to me and I, I remember calling my friends. I'm like, I, I'm freaking out because I don't know who these people are. And they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, well, it's uncomfortable because I don't know who they are. And they're like, I love you. Are you? Do I say that back. I don't know who these people are. But there's such a genuine community that is yeah. honestly there, very mm-hmm. supportive. And even with this, you know, the central movement, you know, I... I've been struggling for a long time on Instagram to get it to connect there, to get people to yeah. understand what I'm doing. And no one's ever been outright cruel. No one's ever vibed no. me at all. Um, however, I always anticipated waiting for a troll to come up and be like, you act like yeah. a slut or you're doing that, whatever people want to say. Mm-hmm. You're teaching women how to act crazy. Mm-hmm. And TikTok, I had women do wedding dances with me now. And it just broke my heart wide open. And I saw this girl just... She just did. She was dancing along with me. And I, like, I wanted to cry because that's the first time that ever happened. And I mean, granted, Instagram doesn't have that ability, but it's still just the idea that they saw an opportunity and they get what I'm doing and they understand yeah. it and they want it. Yeah. You know? it's for, for me, the, the, in this, um, feel free to take from this, what, what you will. I, once I saw what was happening on TikTok, now for me, it's reverse engineering. So now I've, taken the, the TikTok success and found ways to filter that energy back into Instagram. So I'm I'll, I'll go on live on um on TikTok quite a bit. Um, you know, when nephew's doing makeup or when, or when I'm here, and I will tell them, okay, go on over to TikTok or we're going over to Instagram. We're going to go over there and have a conversation or make sure you join, make sure you go. And the TikTok runs so quickly, I think the average person that comes in to watch a live is only there for like two minutes, the average Mm -hmm. person. So every two minutes, I kept making it a point to just kept throwing people over to Instagram. Eventually, and it's still a little slow, but it's steady. My Instagram started to change. And now it is beginning to look more like my TikTok audience. So again, that, that money part that is in Instagram that makes it work, that is what we have to overcome. Mm-hmm. It's it's not so much just Instagram, but it's, it is what Instagram has become. They they've become 
And, mm-hmm. and with that comes a lot of money. And so then they force us into a lot of rooms that we can't get out of. And, and you have to pay to get out of those rooms. You want to promote your video? You want, you want more followers? And you got to pay mm-hmm. to get out. Right now on TikTok, you don't have to pay to get out. You're mm-hmm. out. So it's just a matter of trying to find a way to get around that system that is so restricting. And it's difficult, mm-hmm. but it is possible. Do you coach people? Not individually. My, so my, by trade, I am a vocal coach. So I've, I've okay. you know, spent years, you know, teaching people how to sing. And what's funny is that even back when I was doing vocal coaching, most of those sessions turned in, turned out to be life coaching sessions. We were, right. we were there to learn some verse on some Whitney Houston song. Next thing I know, we're, we're talking about how you want to leave your corporate job and what you want right. to do. And, you know, we're finding in the lyrics who you really want to run to and, all, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, the vocal training part had such a self-empowerment element to it that when, and then I'm an actor also by trade. So when I was able to kind of put those two things together and just nudge it a little bit over, I found a whole lane that was underserved that I wasn't even aware was here. When I got on TikTok back in February, I kid you not, is it, is it, um, is it Anwa? I forget. It's, how do I Oh, pronounce? it's okay. Anjua. 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 Okay. I should have said that from the beginning. My fault. Oh, no, so yeah. I'm, 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 this whole time I've been talking, I didn't even ask. Um, but when I got on, Anjua, so beautiful. I love your name. When I got on TikTok, literally there were at times 30 or 40,000 people joining a day. Wow. And it was scary to me because I've been pushing with my message for about 30 years. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden on TikTok, it was like time, chance, and opportunity came together. I was in the right space at the right time. There, I could not have planned it. Mm-hmm. I avoided TikTok for a year and a half because of stuff I heard about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I ain't get on that. It's, it's mm-hmm. for kids and crazy people. I ain't doing all no. I ain't yep. doing that. And one day I just took a chance and did it. And literally was like destiny. It lined up. And the, as they say, if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Your words have never been spoken. You have to believe in your message. Put it out there. I promise your people are there, whoever mm-hmm. this applies to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you, I mean, I, I honestly feel like there's a, there's, there's opportunity though for you to like create programs. But I'm not, I'm, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you, I do. Right. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm, right. I'm manifesting this for you, but I, I just feel you're like right. people, you have so much to offer and you're naturally doing it. So I'm literally like, is become a program yet? Because people would love I to get into this program. Is this is happening? Very... Tell me the vision. Tell me the vision. Give us a little bit. Can you share? <laughs> so what I, what I can say of what I do now is that um, the, the basis of, of what I do, I love to teach and I love to entertain. I do know that those, those two things are what power everything else. And so much is happening right now that I'm having to staff everything now. Because I, I, I've been a one, you know, a one woman show, you know, for, forever. And mm-hmm. so it's like now that, that things are beginning to actually propel and move in a particular direction, I'm having to facilitate all this and actually having to uh, make sure that people are in place to help me put out other parts of my vision. Everything in the beginning was was just theatrical. Let's put out films, movies, videos. That's totally fine. Now it is, I would love to know how to build a social media empire, Auntie. I would love to know how to open up a business. I would love to know how to, how to have my own online store. I have gone through enough of hard knocks in life to be able to teach it now. I have done curriculums in the past. I never thought that I would do it in this regard, but I'm I'm in the process right now. I've I've actually sketched out the outline for my first book. Thank you. So that's, that's where it starts. That's what I'm talking about. That's, yes. that's where it's starting. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm listening to you and I'm just like, there are people who have, I'm, I'm looking at them in their in your comments. They have stuff they need help working out. They you know? do. And I don't know. I, I don't know if you want to take on, take it on in that regard, but you know, maybe not individually, but I could totally see you really. Yeah. I mean, you are a motivational speaker. You are just that. Thank you. Without even trying, you get out and you're just motivating people. You're motivating mm. people at two years old in <laughs> a hospital. Come on now. I mean, what are we, we talking about, about here? Yeah, we feel bad about <laughs> <laughs> What do you, what would, yes. what would be your advice 
or, you know, for the people listening in regards to really, how do I want to say this? Like, uh, you know, the, the clientele that I'm dealing with a lot of times, what, what they're struggling with is just being comfortable with who they are, being comfortable mm-hmm. expressing, you know, themselves, you know, and when I'm talking, I'm dealing with women in particular, and the, the, it's a fear. There's a constant fear of judgment or whatever it is. And again, you know, I joke when I'm dancing and I'm teaching them in this room because I have a, a group class. I said, yeah. I'm not just in here with you. I'm in here with your family values. I'm in here with the reverend, the rabbi, the pastors in the corner, your grandparents Everybody. in the other corner. I'm trying to get to you. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> you know, so that they can create their own version of what their body means to them, what their sensuality means to them. And then more importantly, understanding the divine connection. Yes. And not separating the two. Because I really feel like this really gets in a way too where people feel like it's not, their spirituality is somehow not connected. Right. It's, talk to me it about that. Everything. Mm-hmm. It is so, it is so a part of not just your human design or or just or just the design you have in this realm, if we want to say it that way. It is about everything that concerns you. It is it, I don't care how small. It is. You can walk down the hallway, and if you find a tack on the floor at the right moment, you I never know what else this is connected to that it may have, that couple of seconds there may have delayed my life a couple of seconds on the freeway where an accident may have happened. I think like that. Wow. Wow. I, I think, and I, I know that there, there are different belief systems on that. I believe that when you are totally in tune with what you should be doing, Everything, even the even the um, inconveniences of life, they end up playing out better in the end. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, especially when you when you're trying to plan well and you're trying to you know dot every i and cross every t. I have had more experiences that, especially now that I'm really moving, where I've been frustrated. And things didn't go right. Something mm-hmm. didn't happen over here. Something didn't happen over there. This didn't arrive on time that I don't know where this person went. Why did they cancel? And, and you feel overwhelmed. But then when I learned to stop and just, just kind of be in the moment, and I always pray the serenity prayer, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, the wisdom to know the, the difference. And in knowing the wisdom of, of what I can and cannot do, that has helped me open myself up to what life wants to do with me. My moves are bigger now. They're more intentional now. I don't feel like I'm in a rat race anymore. I used to create with a high level of anxiety. People would be so enamored and touched by what would come out of me, but they didn't understand the the sometimes torturesque moments I had to go through in order to create something. Beating myself up about my first draft or you know how we can get. And I had to finally get to a point to where I said, what I do is perfect. Even if it's raggedy looking to somebody else, I am perfect in my design. Mm-hmm. What comes out of me, even my mistakes, they're, they're the gold in the cracks that they use for Chinese art. Mm-hmm. Every flaw that I have. What's that song that Jasmine Sullivan has? Masterpiece? Yes. Baby, I'm a masterpiece. <laughs> I'm couture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's one thing to get uh, ready to wear clothes that are on a machine, but couture, you know, things are irregular on purpose mm-hmm. because it is about, it is about the handiwork. The handiwork of who we are as human beings is what makes this world a better place. We have to, we have to believe in that handiwork. A lot of us are afraid of our handiwork. We're, we're afraid we're going to say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. No, I tell everybody, forgive yourself when you lay down to go to bed. When you lay your head on that pillow, you did everything you could this day to make it great. Anything that you got wrong, you can write a new chapter tomorrow. But today, we're going to forgive this day. You were perfect today because you were. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Period I, I, there. I, I, <laughs> I do. I say, um, you know, the, the same careful detail and design that went into creating your favorite flower is the same detail and care that went into creating you, you know? How could you, how could, you're not here by accident. Nothing about you is by accident. Mm -mm. Um, So tell me, this is, we're coming into our our last um, 
our last question. And this actually wasn't what? on the question. What? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, 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 I we, we can keep going. I, I would wow. love to keep going, but I'm being conscious of your time. So I want to know, I always ask, I always ask this question. You have the opportunity to invite, invite any three people you want to a dinner party, exclusive dinner party with just you. And they could be from history, fiction. It could be an entity. It could be any three. Who would you invite and why? Right off rip, Maya Angelou. Oh, first. Okay. Yes. First. I just. There's something about the way that she took, because she had a painful life. Her, her, I'm, I'm gonna do a two for for my first pick. My Angelo and Eartha Kitt. I want to. I'll need a bundle package with them. Okay. They were two women that had such deep pain happen to them that they took and turned into beauty. Mm-hmm. They took all of the the. Uh, misogyny and ugliness that that America, racism, everything that was being done mm-hmm. in the back of the day. And they took that stuff and they, they transformed it into timeless art that is now archived, you know, into the grail of time and 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 and, and expression, you know, as far mm-hmm. as, as artists go. I definitely want to talk to them. Um, new, as far as now, I want to talk to Beyonce. Oh, yes. This is I want to talk to her. <laughs> Uh, listen, who don't, right? I, I want to talk to her because, and this, I'm, I know this may sound lofty when I say this, but as I was watching her in particular rise, you know, back in the days of Destiny Child, when it was five movies, when they were called Girls Time on Star Search, like that. Wow. That, that you went I'm all saying. the way back. Baby, listen, everybody know about, you know, Black is King and, and, and uh, Freakum Dress. Now, nah, I mean, back when the mama used to make the clothes, you know. Right. Oh, and, I remember that. Huh? I remember that when Miss yeah, Tina was in charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love what she's become. I love mm-hmm. watching different versions of herself and and just, just watching how, again, she just took life and said, this is what, what has been given to me. This is what I have. This is what people may think of me or whatever it is. I'm going to rise in spite of it. She has, I don't know how many businesses now, and I just love her efforts to empower women. Yes. That was something that, that rang true to me. It was like, we need to be uplifted. And I love the way that she does that. Final person, I would say, I, just, just because I should, and this is probably going to be another double too, Barack Obama, him and Michelle, oh. bring them <laughs> on in. Because a good party. I want to listen, this is going to be a whole party. Let me say something. <laughs> Because with them, what what I what I you know Barack, of course, being you know, the first black president, but and definitely because of the elegance of, of his wife Michelle, I felt this is very important to me. This is why I shared you know when when I uh, bring my husband Curtis on, and we have a little courtesy mining moments. I feel that the last one of the last models that we had was um, Bill and um, Cliff and Claire Huxley. Mm-hmm. After that, there seemed to be a, a change. And then we had Barack and Michelle, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, it seemed that everywhere else, we just wanted to tear stuff down. We wanted to tear down love, tear down the hope of love, tear down uh, Black excellence. There's so many, so many ways I could go, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, conflate too many things. But just, I felt that seeing their love gave America hope. It gave blackness hope it just it just it let us know there is nothing you cannot do in this world a black man that was born in a country mm-hmm. where blackness was a crime became president all things are possible mm-hmm. i love people to sum all of that up i love people that take away my excuses i yes. love people that challenge me to I have to let go of what happened to me because if you got out of the of the boiling pot, so can I. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out how to get out of it. My way may not be like yours, but I know that it's possible because you did it. And I believe that that array of people are, are prime examples of what it means to become. 
There you go. Yes, I, do. I believe I do. that. I love that. <laughs> well, I mean, there. I mean, all we were battling limiting beliefs left and right, right? So if, yeah. if when people come at us with this, it's like, but, but we have an example right there. But somebody did we got an example. There's, got, there's well, there was um, what was I'm, I'm in this. Out. I was going to tell you real quick. There was um some story, and I can't remember the person's name, but uh, there was someone that broke the record of running a mile. It was a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was, it was understood that you could not run a mile in under four minutes. And everyone believed that that was the case. I really wish I knew the name of the athlete that, that broke this record. But that was the belief at the time that you could not, it was impossible for a human being to run a mile in under four minutes until someone did it. Mm-hmm. It took one person that was willing to push against all odds and against status quo and say, I'm going to be the one to show that it's possible. Mm-hmm. I believe in that, Anjua. I believe in it. I was afraid to pursue my platform because there was so much negativity in the world. I said to myself, I said, don't nobody want to hear what I got to say. I literally, I literally remember wow. saying that at one point. I said, negativity is all people want. People just want to just drag each other and cancel each other. Don't nobody want me in all this. And one of my friends sent me an, an emoji that showed um, uh, a gift, rather, that showed an emoji of a smiley face in the midst of angry faces. Mm-hmm. And the smiley face looked around and saw everything was bad and beamed within himself and just smiled more and it changed the atmosphere around him. All the angry faces turned happy. Mm-hmm. It's very simple, but that is the type of faith that we as healers, seers, doers, oracles of the of, of, of all of the realms. That's the type of faith we have to operate in. We have to know that the message that has been given to us from the divine is so powerful that I can walk into a room with hateful people and I can just be myself and change everything around. That's what I believe about myself now. And I believe everybody else deserves to have that faith about themselves. Wow. You need to get this group. You need to write the book, get no, the group right program right going. Come on. <laughs> People, I mean, I'm not even kidding. Six-week course. I don't know. Let's do this. I'm ready to do it. If I didn't push before, you don't push me today. I'm going to start writing tonight. I'm serious. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, (laughs) Imani, you just, it's just, you know, just how you phrase it, how you see things. um, Your energy alone is enough to influence and excite and inspire people to action, to belief, to, Mm. well, okay. I mean, really just no excuses. There's just no excuses. You know, even what you said before too about Beyonce and how she's doing things and empowering women. You know, when I went to see her in concert, I, I, I didn't know about the whole leotard thing that, that this is what we were. I didn't get the assignment. I didn't hear, I didn't hear the memo. I was fully clothed. I was like, I felt, I felt covered up. I was like, I was like, can I wear my thong? I was like, what do I need? And all these, like a sea of women, in groups, all in their, like, their, you know, they had leotards and they had all this. I mean, they did not care. And I remember being, you know, um, some people were kind of vibing and, like, being funny about it. And I'm like, you know what? These women feel really good about themselves right now. Like, we're not, we're not talking about these women in a negative light. They are feeling good. They're feeling empowered. Let go of what you knew or yeah. what you think you know and let them shine. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter if you don't understand it. Just let people shine. Enough with the canceling out. And I'll say, if I could add to that, I love that you brought Please. that up. I because I go through that um, even now with with certain people where they 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 will talk about uh, you. They'll talk about your hair, beautiful as mm-hmm. it is. Somebody ain't gonna like it. They'll they'll, they'll talk about me every once in a while. I'll wear something that and they don't like it. And it's not really that they don't like it. They have something in themselves that they want to beam and shine to the world, and they're afraid of it. Mm-hmm. So if I can make you afraid of what makes you unique, then that takes away the responsibility of me amplifying what makes me unique. I can I can comfortably live in my fear if I can get you to not walk in your confidence. Oh. That is the door that we are that we are called to break down. The door that that people are willing to hide behind within themselves. When when you live a life of authenticity, when we live lives of authenticity, we break down those doors. It's not so much a door for myself, but it is a door that other people have within that I'm trying to help them shatter. I got my door broken down. I'm good. I'm trying to help you knock your door down. 
I love it. And if I can help people knock their door now, you'll see we we will see less of that. Less of people being made fun of and more people being celebrated because yes. more people are representative of the thing that we're making fun of. There are more people that fall into that than being some uh, you know, perfect sized model walking down the mm-hmm. runway in, in Europe. There are more people that there are more people that relate to the cheeseburger, I said. Mm-hmm. And we and those people need representation. <laughs> Facts. Okay. Yes. Do you have anything? I know I said I was the last question, but I just I love you so much. I won't let you go. Do you have anything else though you'd want to share with 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 the audience before you go? Well, definitely by my family. Well, first of all, before we can get to me, I want you all to support my baby, Andrea. Support what you're doing. I love the light that you have come to me with, and just even the way that you wrote me. And I know I had a lot going on, and I was like, okay, I want to make sure I get the right date and everything. I want I want to thank you for being patient with me. And letting me come into your space and share what I have, I I am always honored when someone brings me into their home. I spent all of COVID bringing people into my home. And, you know, come in here, let's have a conversation so that to have the the tables reversed now to where people want to bring me into their homes, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm in your home today. And I want everybody to support you. I want everybody, whatever you need us to do books and CDs and just following or subscriptions, whatever is needed to empower your platform. Everyone that is watching us right now, do my baby a favor, go support everything that she is doing first. And after you take care of her and make her millions, then come over and give me $20 and buy my- That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I love you because this is not the part where you advertise with me. This is the part where I'm about to tell you. Tell them how they can find you. Tell them how they can find you. Women, okay? Let me tell you something. Uh-uh, I'm, I'm looking out for my sister first. You out here doing the good work. You're out here touching people and, and, and choosing to be a light in a dark world. We have a great task ahead of us. The, the world is opening back up. You know, the, the, COVID, the, the whole dark storm of 2020 is beginning to dissipate. The cloud is beginning to go away. And what is remaining are those of us that helped. We, we held space for so many people that were not able to hold space for themselves and you deserve the bounty of your labor. So I want to make sure that I say that first before I say anything about me. I love you. Thank you. And I'm always here for you. And if y'all don't mind, I sell fans to say because I want you to become something better today than you were yesterday and even greater on tomorrow. So you can go to my website, Imani Van Zapp, follow me on TikTok, Imani Van Zapp, Instagram, Facebook. I made everything easy. I'm not drop it low, momin 87 or nothing like that. I'm real easy to find. <laughs> I don't do no crazy names. It's Imani Van Zapp, that's it. Go Let me call out this share. <laughs> Use a nine, six, seven, eight, five, not no. We just okay. I can't, uh, I, can't, I can't do all that. But um, I, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a business uh, woman myself. But I definitely yeah. want to say to everyone, to make sure that you understand that what you have matters. Mm. What you have to give is something that can't be bought nor sold. It is unique in its design. It is invaluable in its price and it is yours. And it is given to you by God loving source universe or, or if it's nothing at all, I respect every belief system. If you don't believe in nothing and all these this magic that me and Anju are working, that's fine. You ain't gotta do that. Believe in yourself. I don't care what it is. If you're on this planet and you are breathing, it is meant for you to be here. And there are people, I don't care if it's five or five million, there are people that are assigned to you and your greatness. Find out what your greatness is, unlock it, do the work, go through the hard times. As soon as you access that light, shine with all you've got. We're behind you. I got nothing after that. That's it. Y'all heard. Or you better be taking notes. I hope everybody was taking notes. You, I love you. This, you know what? We may need to have you come back. Honestly, if, if you let me know when I, would, I would love to come back. I gotta I have you on my next one too. You gotta come on my show too. Oh, p- please. Are you kidding me? In a heartbeat. Okay. You just tell me when and I will be there. Thank we'll you so up. much. We'll and I will make up. sure that all their information. Everyone listening, look in the show notes. We'll make sure that we have all of Imani's information so you can buy your fan because I'm getting mine. And I'm yes. going to this before I snap it so I don't smack myself in the eye. And- you got it. You got it. <laughs> you want me to do a quick, a quick tutorial? Please do. 
How, okay. What's the trick? What's the all trick? All right, so what you do is when you get your band, all right? You want to get your band, it's going to be, it's going to be, you're ready to pop it. You ain't ready yet. You ain't ready yet. So what we want to do, we want to open it first and make sure that it works. So you want to open up okay. the fan. And I always say, make sure that your message is showing itself to the world. That's how you know it's in the right direction. A lot of people are trying to flack this way. You can, but it's not effective. Make sure your message is, is in the right direction of the world. Okay. As soon as you know that it's there, you're going to grab the stick that's closest to you and let gravity do its thing. Uh, that's it. You're just, okay. you're letting it fall. Grab one stick, let it fall. And then when you really get happy, I'll oh, you. And then you're good. That's all it is. And you'll be cracking right. everybody in the face. Oh, you'll be in the supermarket. When I <laughs> when I get my fan, I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I may have to send you the video. Practice. Send me a video. Yeah, I'll make sure you're doing it right. I got you, babe. I adore you. Thank you so much, Imani, for coming on and spending time with us today and enlightening Pleasure's us. Mine. And just brightening up the world. I love you to death. I do. I love you too. Let's stay in contact. I'm ready to talk to you again whenever, babe. For sure. Thank you for listening to the Electric Feminine Podcast with me, your host, Anjua Maximo. If you're ready to dive into this work of developing your connection to your goddess energy, of removing those obstacles standing in your way, please reach out at info at anjuamaximo.com or you can check out my courses available and my private coaching at www.anjuamaximo.com. Be good to you. Be good to each other.